Brenda Murphy from Carsevine. Brendan, you've been involved with Ring a Kerry Char- Charity Cycle over the last number of years. When did you first get involved? Well, I suppose I first got involved in around 2013 because I've been involved with Cunevivra the last 20 years or more. maybe. So 2013 was our first time getting the cycle. Mm-hmm. What was that like? It was it was very big at the time. 2013 was the big, one of the biggest numbers. It was well over 10,000, I think, at the time. So it was it was really big that time. Mm-hmm. Um, I suppose we were involved at the fundraising to get a respite centre in Carsevine and 2013 we we went for the Ring of Kerry we applied for the Ring of Kerry cycle and then we purchased this house here in Carsevine um, it was the old presentations convent belonged to sisters divided into two sections two four bedroom houses it was divided by conservatory so with the funding from the Ring of Kerry cycle, it gave us a confidence to go ahead and purchase the house. And it also gave us, we applied for a loan, it was from Concrete Finance at the time. And when they knew that funding was coming from the Ring of Kerry cycle, they gave us the loan. So it was, it was great in that way that we knew that we had the money to finance the loan at the time. Being able to purchase this uh, building, how much of a difference has it made to Carsevine? Well, I suppose it's, it's, it has been great for Carsevine because it means that our children and special needs and adults with special needs do not have to move away from the area. Um, in 2015, I think we said Kerry Parents and Friends came in and they set up a day centre in one part of the house. So that has been running successfully ever since. I'd say there have been 10 to 12 service users using the service in the day centre. And um, in 2020, just this year, we opened the other side of the house for a respite centre. Mm-hmm. Uh, home instead care are now they are the service providers. They are running the, the respite centre and it has been it has been opened just before December and it has been run it has been running for so many weekends. Uh, parents and families are getting a, a respite f- f- uh, that they never got before. They had to travel maybe to Listowel, which was too far away. I tried it myself, our own family tried it. I have a daughter with Down syndrome, she's 26. We tried it in Listowel. It was meant two and, two and a half hours Friday evening, kind of travelling up and nearly five hours. And then you have to go again Monday morning. So having it here in our doorstep in Carcerine is it's a major... Up. Probably changed your life. It's changed, yeah. And so local and you, you feel, when, you, when they go in a Friday evening for respite, you feel that at least if something happens, you're on the five or ten minutes away that you can go for them. You don't have to, you know. When you got that funding, what was your first reaction? Well, I suppose it, the, in the first cycle was 2013 and it, it gave us the confidence to go ahead and buy the house, mm-hmm. number one. And then the days, and then 2019 we went for the Ring of Kerry cycle again and that gave us the confidence to, to refurbish the other side of the house for the respite centre. And it was 2019 and then 22... 23, I think we got it again. So that that really helped us to finish this house. There's been 1.1 million spent by Coonavivra on this centre here, between the purchase, the updating, and a, ma- uh, a major contribution has come from the Ring of Kerry cycle. Mm-hmm. And it's also given us, I suppose, a profile that we can fundraise as well, other fundraisers, it has raised our profile, that when they see Coonavivra part of the Ring of Kerry cycle, people know... And they know that it's spent locally here in Carsevine as well. And I suppose that's a huge factor of it. Is not only is, are you 
anyone taking part going around doing a carry, but they're also supporting the Ring of Kerry. Yeah, they're supporting the cycling and they're supporting local charities, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. Have you done the cycle yourself? Yeah, I've done it about five times. What yeah. was your first year like? The first year, well, uh, it was always in the bucket list, but I suppose when we got it, then it gave me the incentive to go ahead and do it. 2013, yeah. So mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it because I did a bit of training and uh, I did it again in 2019. So I, it's a very enjoyable day out. Mm-hmm. And I suppose you meet so many people there who have gone through so many challenges and maybe just wanted to do the cycle in general and you've probably connected with them as well yeah it was a great day out and you meet you meet people from all different ages from 16 to 70 i remember meeting a man in going in temple no from steam to temple no you know cycling alongside him i'd say he was in his 70s and i knew him in person he was local and i said why he said i just wanted to do it now and to help the local charity as well mm-hmm. so it, yeah mm-hmm. And well, it's it's great. It's it gives you the incentive to do something. It's like it's like Operation Transformation. It's it gets you out there. It gives you the incentive to get on the bike to train. It's as good as anything. Yeah. Brendan, finally, what are your hopes for the Ring of Kerry Charity Cycle over the next couple of years? Well, I just hope it keeps going because it has been a major it has given a major contribution to our charity here in Castlevine, and I hope it just keeps going to to benefit other charities. Along the line. My name is Loretta Lynch. I'm from the Lynch Island. Okay, Loretta. Yeah. You have been involved with Ring of Kerry Charity Cycle for a number of years. Tell me how you first got involved. I suppose the, my first um, experience of the Ring of Kerry Cycle would have been years ago when um, Sivine Care under the St Franciscan Sisters, they, um, they had the cycle, you know, that year. And we helped out as parents uh, back at Clash uh, and Skellige making tea and stuff like that. So that would be my first. And after that, I kept helping. Mm-hmm. Little did I realise that we'd be a charity ourselves in 2013. Mm-hmm. You know, um, the Ring of Kerry cycle gave us a great platform to fundraise. It endorsed us. Mm-hmm. You know, while we did have great support locally and people knew us and knew our children, our family, but being part of the Ring of Kerry cycle, it just gave us that platform to fundraise. You know, we felt... Were you surprised? To get it, is it? To, to get that amount of exposure from the Ring of Kerry. Oh, absolutely. And we were delighted. I mean, like getting, I suppose, meeting Cahill and meeting other committee members, they encouraged us. Like, I mean, it was a new experience for us, all the things we'd have to do to go out and get people registered at the time. And there was a lot of uh, going from door to door, going to different parishes, you know, um, looking for cyclists or whatever. So there was a lot in it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but it did pay off. You know, because without it, we wouldn't be where we are today. A lot of people are surprised. They say, you raised that amount of money. Mm-hmm. But, like, we wouldn't have done it without the Ring of Kerry cycle, mm-hmm. you know. As a mother yourself who really needed this service, what was it like to begin with, you know, to start campaigning for getting funding and stuff and then having the likes of the Ring of Kerry charity cycle to really boost that? Yeah, it was difficult because... Uh, as I said, like, I have uh, two adult daughters. There, one is almost thirty-five, and the other, Lassie, is going on thirty-six. So we're living with disability for a long, long, long time. And as parents, you're on your own, and you feel you're on your own, you know. And no one can fight that battle only yourself because you live and breathe it every day, you know. And when you meet a committee like the Ring of Kerry Cycle, who say, "Come on, you can do it," you know, and they really encourage you. Um, it gives you 
oh look at praise, pray anybody that praises anybody, you know, they say Molinoga, well, you know, give anybody praise and they'll come on and, and they did they did that for us and uh, we went out there and we fundraised and look as Brendan said, in two thousand and thirteen we were lucky to purchase this building uh, previously owned by the Presentation Sisters. And we wouldn't have done that only for the Ring of Kerry cycle. And of course, then the the Presentation Sisters also got us in touch with Clown Creda, because at the time, no other banks would touch us for funding because we didn't have any collateral. But uh, Clown Creda did, and Mm -hmm. uh, they gave us a loan that time, and they gave us a loan again, you know. Mm -hmm. But um, that wouldn't have happened without the, the promise of money from the Ring of Kerry cycle. And as Brendan said there earlier, it obviously changed his life a lot once you were able to purchase this building mm-hmm. um, for he and his family. How has it changed your life? Well, um, I suppose firstly the day centre section in 2013, that was great because we were able to have a, a local service. Now prior to that we did have a local service but the building wasn't owned and the Kerry Prince and Friends rented the building. But now that you know that we own the building, it gave us more faith in the future as well, knowing that the building is here, we can work from it, our service is okay, you know. And then I suppose when we managed to develop this place, get it Hikwe approved for a respite, the chance of a break, because when you're caring 24 7, um, it's very hard. It's difficult. You, you can't even feel what it's going to be like to have a break um, because you're you're entangled in, in the life that you have every day, 24-7. Did you feel lonely? Um, uh, without the respite, you mean? Is it? Absolutely, you do feel on your own because even though people might say, oh, God, you have a big family or you have loads of connections, you know, it's very, very hard caring for somebody with additional needs. Um, you know, there is no manual, and that's why we had to go looking for um, a service where it would be, you know, uh, the service be provided by people who are qualified in that area um, because they have the skills and uh, and knowledge and like not all families would have that you know mm-hmm. so um, yeah you need that and that's peace of mind mm-hmm. and I suppose as well being involved with the cycle you probably have had so much crack yourself and the fun and laughter that comes in between on the day oh my god it's just it's it's fabulous we'll often joke um, amongst ourselves the women uh, when we're making the tea and stuff like that we'd say, when we see all the cyclists coming and it's a, it's a sea of lycra you wouldn't know anyone because it's all lycra but the buzz and I think the individual little bits of conversations you'd have with people when they'd be so grateful and thankful for their cup of tea or their bambrack or whatever you do for them even if it's only a joke or even just saying good morning and thank you for doing the cycle or whatever any bit of praise you and like we felt it, you got it back as well and there was a great old buzz mm-hmm. it must be a great way of bringing your community together as well absolutely because people came from all over all different um organizations different people on the street that would just say come on we'll help out we'll pick up papers we'll we'll direct the bikes because going back years ago as Cahill will remember like there was less involved in it kind of there was a lot in the community themselves that would have you know helped out like we might have say asked somebody in the council can you arrange the collection from behind the collage and they would do that you know and uh, you get somebody else who collect kittles from Tigany Lawn or somebody else would do something it was all done and the, the the goodwill of people is great but you do need something like the Ring of Kerry cycle to you know to bring people out. Mm-hmm. Mm. Without the Ring of Kerry cycle what kind of an impact would it have not only on the community but on the likes of charities? Oh my god I mean first of all I suppose the a lot of charities well whatever services they would be providing may not be provided now because we all know that the government 
do their best, but there's always a shortfall in funding. And were it not for the people that went out, like for years, cap in hand, looking for money uh, for charities, for different services, if people wouldn't, you know, survive, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Finally, we have to end on a very happy note, and I know you know what I'm going to say. Monster Mother of the Year, tell me about that. Oh, well, I was nominated for Monster Mother of the Year a couple of years ago, and I got it. I was totally shocked myself, mm-hmm. because every mother is a good mother, no matter what, you know. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, but it was lovely. It was, a, it was great, really. And um, What was your reaction when you found out? I was kind of embarrassed, to be honest <laughs> with you. I said, because, like, I said, oh, my God, who's drawing this on me now? Like, you know, but, yeah, it was Angela Keane. Um, that nominated me at the time and uh, she worked with uh, um, Simon Care over the years and St John of God's and uh, would know us, the family, pretty well. She'd know my girls pretty well as well. And, uh, yeah, so she'd often say to me, you know, you're you're special, but I think, look, we're all special, aren't we? Mm-hmm. Do you know? Exactly. Yeah. But it was lovely to talk to you, Loretta, and I wish you all the best and hopefully Thanks. we'll see you out at the Reincarry Cycle. Yeah, t- maybe not on a bike, but you'll definitely <laughs> see me helping. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs>